The Melbourne Football Club acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands on which we work and live and recognise their continuing connection to the land, sky and waterways. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. This land forms part of the Gubby Gubby region of South East Queensland. Welcome to a very special edition of The Talking Points ahead of Sir Doug Nichols' round. We're going to chat to two Indigenous stars very shortly, but firstly, I've got Neville Jetta with me. Nev, thanks very much for your time. Thanks, Benny. We have to start with this incredible Guernsey. How proud are you to tell your story through the jumper? Yeah, incredibly humbled to be able to, to have the opportunity to put it on the, the Melbourne um, Guernsey. It's a uh, very proud club and um, seeing their past designs and being a, a small part of it is always exciting but to have um, my artwork like, like I said in the, uh, the video that's up um, yeah incredibly proud and looking forward to seeing it on the boys on the weekend. Has art been a big passion of yours for a long period of time? Yeah it's, it's part of my family part of my culture so um, always dabbled in it growing up um, tried to understand how to tell a story through it so, yeah, art's been a big, big part of um, my life, my family's um, life, and, and um, our culture. So it's 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 amazing to be able to sit and watch family, um, just be able to to tell stories through their artwork or um, put something on a canvas um, that you can sort of relate to or understand or take you on a journey is something that um that I, I love to be able to take people on um and that's what my family's incredibly um, good at doing we hear a lot about using art as a form of storytelling what elements actually create the story for you oh it's it's, it's a bit of both really in the jumper you got the dots um the lines the different colors um but then also you got the language groups at the bottom it's, it's about bringing that all together um, to to tell a story, take people on a journey, like I said, and be able to show that um, to, to have people have a connection to it. Obviously, it's a story of connection. It's, to, it's be able to have people connect with it and um, to educate themselves is probably the biggest thing that I wanted people to to go away thinking, okay, well, this is almost like a mini cultural education session that they're having. They started to reflect not only on Indigenous history but their own history. Um, we had a chat with, with Purdy the other day around dinner. He's like, okay, well, I've, I've gone away and, and thought about my own history. I've only recently learned um, my family's history, the family line and stuff like that. And that's a conversation that I want people to start having is um, to go beyond this Guernsey and to sort of start creating those connections within their own life. I know you're a real proud family man. How much research have you done into the history of your family? Yeah, it's, it's been a... It is incredibly hard um, for our own family line, um, but there are um, family trees that have been um, done throughout our family over the years, so to be able to understand our, our connections, both immediate and extended, is one that we're pretty, incredibly proud of. Um, like you can probably look at a lot of the indigenous players in the AFL from Western Australia um, within the Noongar country, and I can probably say that I'm connected um, through 
marriage or um, a bloodline somewhere. So it's it's um, unbelievable that we have that connection, but also um, to be able to have that on paper and, and to see it not only for myself but for my children and, and so on. So, um, yeah, it is um, incredibly proud to, to have that connection. What was your upbringing like? Did, were you part of a strong um, Indigenous culture when you were younger? Uh, a strong Indigenous community. Um, growing up in Bunbury, um, I was one of five. Um, mum and dad, I'll start, mum was one of nine, dad was one of 13. So a lot of aunties and uncles on both sides. Um, and what comes with that is a lot of cousins. So I grew up with a big family on both sides and um, our connection with each other was, was very close. We, we um, There was always someone at my house from sun up, um, sun down, coming in to either check in on us, see how we're going, or coming um, to ask for help. Um, and we are always able to provide support even when we had nothing. So it is a community um, that was, yeah, definitely relying on each other uh, and one that I was incredibly proud of to be able to, to be um, growing up in and, apart, in and around of. So, um, but in terms of the cultural connection, there was definitely times where we made time for that um, as young men and, and young women. Um, within our community and, and they were led by our elders and they did a great job to be able to instill values um, from both worlds so we we're able to not only um, have that pride of culture within us but also be able to take that and cross it over into um, yeah, the, the world that we live in right now. You've become a massive role model and leader in this this space of education was there a turning point more so in your time of AFL that you decided that you'd take on that role? Oh, I think it's obviously growing up in the community uh, where I grew up in, you're there to, to help, help people firstly understand um, from a different perspective, but then also um, show them how to sort of educate themselves. Um, Mum always tells me uh, you don't learn anything unless you do it yourself and, um, and that was passed on to her. So it is always a an education process in a lot of ways. Um, Indigenous people have been trying to educate or tell, tell non-Indigenous people um, the best way to help us and um, who we are as people. And um, We've been talking now for 200 years and we're still in a similar spot so um, putting it into non-indigenous people's hand and show them like this is who we are we, we're sort of not done talking but we're getting to a point where we need to hand it over over to you guys you guys need to um, drive and, and educate yourself to create change and, and, and obviously reconciliation is a big part of that um, because yeah we're always here to help you're here to learn uh, we teach as well so um, it is um, a lot. A lot has changed. A lot has moved forward, but there's still a long way to go. There is certainly a long way to go. The AFL is trying to do things like um, Indigenous Round to help that education. Do you feel like it's improved since your the start of your career? 
I think the AFL have done a great job in being able to create a platform for not only Indigenous players to celebrate both past and present players and what uh, or sort of how the game's been impacted by Indigenous players. Um, but it's created a platform for non-Indigenous people to, um, yeah, see, learn um, and celebrate even more than what they've had. Um, we, um, a lot of, lot of conversations that I've had has always been respected and um, loved the way that the Indigenous players go about it, their flair, their excitement, the speed, everything that, that um, comes natural um, to us. Um, uh, it is, and obviously it comes out with, with Cozzy and Toby. Harley has freakishness, Stephen as well. So um, but it's taking people on a journey and bringing people closer is probably the biggest thing. Um, and to have that platform, the AFL, um, is, is, is amazing. And we're just trying to, yeah, create opportunities and look for opportunities every year to make it bigger and better. Um, and to see how far we've come is unbelievable. Um, but uh, probably looking to across code is NRL uh, a probably benchmark in how they go about it, how they celebrate it, how they get beyond it. Um, and it'll be amazing one day for us to all join up and, and celebrate it together. Um, not only just NRL, AFL, it could be you know, netball, it could be soccer, basketball. Um, you have a, a, I think that'll be a total celebration. Um, and to really show that um, the platform and um, us being backed, but also the education process that can come from that will be unbelievable. Unfortunately, the Indigenous flag won't be painted on the ground this week. Is that disappointing for you? Uh, yeah, it's it's something that we all are very proud of to be able to display the flag um, and for it to be taken away definitely um, hurts hurts um, hurts uh, past players, hurts present players hurts the communities um, because that's something that we've always looked at um, through times of struggle it's, it's an identity for us as people um, and to have that taken away from our field is is something that um, yeah will be uh, will impact a lot of people not only the players not only supporters but yeah it, it's it's bigger than what people would just think mm. um, or not just think but would say oh we'll just replace it with something else and replacing it with deadly mm. the word deadly it is um, known very well across the indigenous communities but there's nothing deadly about taking away our flag racism's been another big issue this season as well do you feel like people calling it out is the most important thing racism has been uh, non-stop um, no matter who it is um, or where it's coming from is it is always not right and to see how we're handling it is a lot better than what we've been doing. So continue to call it out, to continue to um, support and back those players who are being racially vilified. 
is, is definitely the best way to go about it. But um, for things to change, like I said, we need everyone. Um, we need allies. We need people who have got our back. Um, and that comes right from the free clubs, right from the top, all the way down to the bottom. We need the AFL, AFLPA, governments. Um, yeah, it's just, not our, it's just not our problem anymore. It's mm-hmm. everyone's problem. Um, so, yeah, I'm just... It is getting to a stage where things are starting to, to turn. Um, obviously, you've got the Black Lives Matter movement that's gone worldwide now, and, um, and that affects us just as much as it does people in the US and the other um, countries as well. So um, it's just different things happening here. You touch on that Black Lives Matters movement. Um, you've got a personal connection to that as well, don't you? They're talking about their deaths in custody. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So that was... Um, Sam Zani um, was taken into custody a few years back um, and obviously still going through the, uh, the coroner's court but um, she ended up losing her life uh, whilst in custody. So it was pretty hard for Samantha and, and the rest of the family. Um, Samantha's cousins, April, who's still fighting. Um, April and her brother and sisters are, are still fighting right now uh, for justice and um, there's the cases um, or the deaths uh, have risen since we sort of took a kneel down at Casey Field so the numbers will continue to rise and it's just like racism we need to continue to put our best foot forward to stop this stuff um, and it's, it's not one person it's it's everyone it's um, the government's being able to change things to, to protect people I think a lot of people will watch this and want to help, want to learn, mm. what should people be doing around this time to educate themselves? Probably first and foremost, look in their own backyard, get an understanding of who they are, where they're from. Um, I think that's one of the biggest things is um, finding out where you've come from, your identity. Um, so to be able to, and then you can go and, and share and come from a place of understanding. Um, but yeah, in terms of helping, there's a lot of p- things out there that they can um, connect to. Um, there's charities, there's there's online uh, foundations that are doing great things within the community, and there's a um, a lot of a lot of uh, activists that are out there that need support to um, create change, create change for not only now but into the future. Um, because things will continue to happen the way they are right now if we don't voice, um, and we need their voice. That's probably the biggest thing going forward. A simple um, story, a share of a post on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, um, or even getting around NAIDOC Week, Reconciliation Week, all these little things um, have an impact. Not only impacts um, the Indigenous community, but it impacts you and and the and your circle the people that that you're around they start to ask questions they they want to get a greater understanding of why why you're attending these rallies these marches um the things that you're you're seeing at is it creates conversations creates it changes people's um um, mind about sort of who you are and why you're doing this stuff um and that's the biggest thing i think creates a conversation Um, not only helps Indigenous people, but helps us move forward.
Well, Nev, thanks very much for the insight and for your time. I'm sure fans will really appreciate it. No worries. Cheers, Lenny. We're going to hear from Toby Bedford and Kasai Pickett just after this. My name's Toby Bedford. I'm a Boonable man from Fitzroy Crossing in Western Australia. Stephen May, Darwin, Larrakia people. Harley Bennell, born in Pinjarra, Noongar man. Name's Kaisaia Kropinyu Pickett. I'm a Yamindi Noongar man from Quirting, Western Australia. I'm Neville Jetta. I'm a Noongar man, country, Baladang, Wilman, and I was born on Wadandi country. Tobes, Cos, thanks for jumping on. You're obviously both quite young to be learning about things like Indigenous around these serious issues, but how much does it mean to you being able to be a part of this? I'm very, I guess this makes you very, very proud, I guess, like the AFL, I guess, acknowledging all of us uh, Aboriginal players. It makes you very proud of where you come from, your family, uh, your other Aboriginal teammates. Yeah, yeah pretty similar to Cos. I guess it's a very proud... Um, just another step in like, history for how far we've come as a country. Um, obviously, there's been a pretty dark past, but you know, the more we promote Indigenous people and Indigenous history and rounds like this, um, the more we're going to be, be as one. So, yeah, like Cos said, proud to be always playing with teammates and proud, proud to represent my family as well. And do you feel like so. this round's really helping educate all Australians? Uh, yeah, I do, I do. Like, obviously... You learn some. I feel like people learn about it more and more each year, um, and it's inter- like pe- more and more people are interested in each year. So, I feel it helps promote, um, yeah, like learning about Indigenous people and Indigenous history. We get to wear this jumper on the weekend. It's one that Nev designed. Does that mean a lot to you, Cos? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, as I said before, it's a chance to represent our families, our our tribes. Um, yeah, and I guess represent the team and I guess the um, ancestors as well. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a, I guess, uh, great story behind Nev's jumper and I guess, yeah, he's explained that and, yeah, I guess it's just a proud moment for him and, yeah, the team. You're looking at it before too, Tobes with all the tribes, does it mean a lot to you? Yeah, definitely. Um, we were pointing out, we were going through the tribes, like, when the blue pipe, a lot, a lot of people probably can't see, but it shows all the tribes. We are just pointing out, showing each other where we are um, and just talking a bit about it. So, yeah, it does mean a lot. What, is, what are your languages? Where do you come from? Yeah, so my father's, um, my father's mother's from Boonabar. So um, we go through the mother's side um, back home. So I'm a Boonabar man, but his old, um, his father's from Gija, which is up here as well. So that's like Fitzroy Crossing region and Horse Creek. So, yeah. How yeah, about you, Coz? Uh, well, my dad's family uh, is in uh, Yeah, That's from, I guess... Uh, SA, yeah, my mum's family, Yamaji uh, Noongar, so yeah, WA. Do you know much about your languages? Um, personally, I'm not, I guess, I haven't really got into, I guess, all of that, but Toby probably has uh, a bit more experience. Yeah, like, probably, yeah, pretty similar because, like, a person I don't know much, but I know a lot about the tribe. Um, like, we're still quite strong, and as well as because I'm sure they are, we're all pretty strong back home. Um, but yeah, I'd, it's something I definitely would like to do in my language, and I'm sure cause as well. Growing up, were you guys part of strong indigenous cultures and families? Oh uh, yeah, so yeah, we were pretty strong. Um, back back home is quite remote, so I'm from Fitzroy Crossing. It's like a lot of people might not know, but that's like three hours inland from Broome. So um, it's still a very remote um, community and very strong um, culture back there. So yeah, cause you were born in South Australia and grew up in WA. What was your upbringing like? 
Um, yeah, uh, growing up in WA, I learned a lot about my mum's side, and I guess, yeah, there's a lot of, I guess, uh, older men there, and they, I guess, yeah, they do, um, yeah, share a lot of knowledge that they know, and there's a lot of old women there um, sharing a lot of knowledge as well. Since becoming stronger with Nev down in Melbourne, has he really helped your knowledge in um, Indigenous history? Uh, yeah, I guess he does. He helps me. Uh, it really brings a, a lot more pride out, and he, I guess he just shows me the way, and yeah, he shows me that our family and I guess your uh, culture is really a big thing in your life. Racism's been an ongoing issue in footy for a long period of time. Again, this year, a lot of social media trolls. Do you, are you proud of the way people band together and sort of put it, put a stop to it? Yeah, definitely. Um, if like as soon as it's um, happening, more so this year and last year, like all the AFL players around the um, whole AFL, so from every team, we just like band together, calling it out, and I guess each other have gotten around each other and supporting each other as well. So I know like Nev's had a few. Um, and I know that we've both reposted it, um, sending messages is just like, uh, kind of over it. We think like, at this day and age you'd be past it, but no, I think it's good the way people are reacting to it and getting around um, and helping supporting. Yeah. Does it affect and hurt you, Cos, when you see that sort of stuff? Uh, yeah, I guess it does. Uh, me being a nephew of Nev, yeah, it is pretty hurtful to, um, I guess, see messages like that. But I guess, yeah, as Tobe said, all of us players coming together, I guess you feel a lot stronger because you've got a lot of support behind you. The two of you are incredibly close. Do you just feel like you have an extra special bond? Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, when I first come to the club, <laughs> I met Toby and I guess, yeah, I guess like now we've come a lot closer uh, since the start of the year and I guess it feels like my big brother. Yeah, I don't know. We obviously, didn't, I didn't know him previously in drafted, but um, I think so far we're pretty, like, we've clicked quite well. Um, obviously shared round one together, which was pretty like pretty fun playing with him. Hopefully again um, soon. But yeah, no, I feel like there's a bond there. Yeah. Well, thanks very much for your insight and for joining us on the talking points. No worries. Thanks for having thanks us. Thanks for having us.